Welcome to New Cities Sermon Podcast. Join us as we root deep in God's Word, expecting to be encouraged, challenged, and formed to be more like Jesus together. Let's get into the scriptures now. It's hard to sit down after that, but um, to settle you down a little bit, I want to read a poem to you called Incarnation by Richard Beck. It starts by saying, I arrived to find myself already loved. A forgiveness preceding, exceeding my first crime and my last. A prior mercy, a predestined grace, anticipating my shame, a welcome offered. A healing before the pain. I had imagined it to be my task to close the distance between us, to cross the chasm and scale the height. My fault dictating my duty, though futile and impossible. But I looked up, hearing the angels sing, to find you already here. By Richard Beck, called Incarnation. I want want to welcome you this evening. My name is John Omas. I'm the lead pastor here at New City Fellowship. And if you're a guest We're so glad that you are here with us tonight. I want to unpack just for a moment the deep biblical truths that are in the first and last line of that poem. Uh, The first line says, I arrived to find myself already loved. And the last line says, I looked up hearing the angels sing to find you already here. And so I want to talk to you for just a moment about already here and already loved. First, already here. Uh, The other morning, one of the members of our church, Jessica Curtis, came out of her house to find that there was someone early in the morning already here in her yard. She opened the front door, and there was a car parked in her yard, except it was parked like really close to the house. And so she opens the door first thing in the morning, and there's someone already here. She doesn't recognize the car. She doesn't know who the person is. Chris, come out here. There's someone already here in our yard. Well, Chris went over to the driver's side, and there was a woman who had been sleeping. Um, She was probably sleeping it off from the holiday party and made a decision to park in their yard. And now Chris and Jess would have, like, not judged her at all. They would have probably welcomed this person inside to have breakfast. But when the person saw that she was discovered and found out, you know, sleeping in someone else's yard in her car. She zoomed off, leaving nothing but tire tracks in their yard. Kind of a strange way to wake up. You go, you know, does this just happen? Um, We just woke up and someone has been already here. Well, this poem that we read, it says already here. And that already here is the deep truth that Jesus incarnated to be with us. Incarnated, it comes from this Latin term, incarnate, which means in flesh, that God himself came as man. He didn't stop being God, but he became one of us. Why? Why, as we look back 2,000 years, did we say the God-man was already here? Did, did he come, did Jesus Christ come and was born into Bethlehem to get something from us because he needed something from you and me? Well, the story we've read says no. Jesus comes into the world when Caesar Augustus has commanded a worldwide census 
where everyone's to travel to their hometown and register so he can see how many people he rules over. Now, no cars, no trains, no planes. Pregnant Mary and Joseph have to travel for days to get to Bethlehem. Very inconvenient. And when they get to Bethlehem, there is no room, right? So the king of the universe comes into the world under the power of another king and with no place even to be born. That's suitable. So it couldn't be that he came to the world because he needed something from us because there was nothing we could give him not even a room to be born. If he came not wanting to get something, the reason he came was to give something to us, to give himself, to give his presence, to ultimately give his life on the cross, to die for the sins of you and the sins of me. When someone gives without expecting to get that's called love. That's why we light these candles. We, we've, lit in, we've lit four candles so far. Hope, representing the hope of Jesus in the darkness. Peace in the world of turmoil. Joy for weary people. And love. Love for people that cannot give anything back to Jesus. If you notice, it, the whole poem just unpacked what the love of Jesus is. It said a forgiveness preceding. Most people wait for you to offend them before they'll even think about forgiving you. But this forgiveness comes before we even entered in the world as broken sinners. There was a distance, a chasm that we could not close, but Jesus is born so that by his perfect life, we can be represented before God. And by his death on the cross, you and I can be fully cleansed from our sin. So, we find that because Jesus was already here, you and I are already loved. We celebrate Jesus coming out of the womb at Christmas time, but the truth is when you and I come out of the womb, we are already loved by God. He has already sent his son to offer us forgiveness for the crimes we will commit against him, mercy for our failures to love others, grace for our vanity and foolishness, healing for our secrets and our shame and our pain because Jesus is already here. He's already come. You and I come into this world already loved, already loved. It's interesting in Luke 2, we don't hear the word, the word love once. The angels don't even use the word love when they announce the birth of Jesus. And even though it's not heard, we can't help but hear it anyway in the passage because we're fearful and anxious, yet the angel proclaims to the shepherds, do not be afraid. We live in a world of bad news, yet the angel proclaims good news of great joy. And we say, this can't be for me, but the angel says it's for all people. And then we say, well, it can't really be for me. But the angels say, today a Savior is born for you, for you. We thought God wasn't here, yet the child is himself the Messiah and the Lord. And because Jesus has already been here, you are already loved. What do you do with that this Christmas? Well, you take it seriously. As we talk about love, we're not talking about nostalgia. 
We're not talking about thinking good thoughts. We're talking about someone came into the world specifically to die for your sins. And if you see that as it really is, you can't help but see that you are already loved. Don't miss that this Christmas season. As you envision Mary and Joseph journeying to the city of Bethlehem, as you imagine angels singing into the Bethlehem night, as you picture that Christ child laying in the manger and the shepherds gathered around him, you too are arriving at Christmas to find out because he has already been here, you are already loved. Jesus loves Our story continues in Luke 2, 15 through 18, and says, when the angels had left them and returned to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go straight to Bethlehem and see what has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. They hurried off and found both Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. After seeing them, they reported the message they were told about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said. Thank you for joining with us as we rooted deep in God's Word. If you found this sermon encouraging, share it with a friend. You can learn more about New City by going to newcityhh.com or checking us out on social media by searching New City HH. We'll see you next week.